Welcome back to Making Sense of Retirement. I'm John Gay, joined again by Vince Aldre. Great to be back with you, sir. Yeah, thanks for having me, John. So we want to talk about a common misconception today, and that is the conception that people think the market is back up. That's not necessarily the case. So let's dive in. Where do you want to start? Well, I think the biggest thing is just to hit it head on because a lot of people right now feel like the market's back up. They feel like they might have missed out. And funny enough, like a lot of people that are close to retirement have diversified portfolios. Diversified portfolios are there to help with some of the volatility, help make sure you don't have like major losses. And it's also why you don't invest directly into the SP 500 because we would have seen like a 35% loss, but you know, now <laughs> it's pretty close to coming back, but mainly due to certain companies. So it's actually mainly due to like tech companies. So mm-hmm. think of Apple. Amazon, Google, Facebook, Microsoft, those five companies control over 20% of the market share of the S&P 500 alone. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. If you were to look at it, though, in a different light, meaning if you were to look at things equally so that every stock in the S&P 500 had an equal share, the market would actually still be down like 10, 11%. Okay. Whereas right now, if you were to look at the S&P 500 because it's weighted based on the cap rate or under the cap of the company, so the cap like how big that company is, the bigger the company, the more weight they have in the SP 500. Because of that, the market's only really down like 1%, not even. So that's not the overall market. In fact, if you look at the NASDAQ, the NASDAQ 100, mm-hmm. it hit all time highs last week. So people think, well, geez, why don't I just invest there? Well, the NASDAQ 100, again, is controlled by those five companies Amazon, Google, Facebook, Apple, and Microsoft. Okay. They control 44% of the NASDAQ market share. So when you look at those five companies alone, like they're driving the actual market, even though not every company is up right now. So it's kind of interesting when you look at it that way and in like a little bit different light that the overall market's not back up. In fact, when you look at like small cap, mid cap, real estate, international, anything else other than large US companies for that matter, nothing's back up. Hmm. You know, most of everything's down still 15, 20%. So a lot of people feel like they might've missed out on the rally. The rally hasn't happened yet for the other types of sectors other than the large US companies. So for a lot of us that are looking at our retirement plans or our retirement portfolios and saying, well, geez, I feel like we might've missed out. The reality is we really haven't because the market really hasn't come back. So I don't know about you because I know you're in your house, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. In your closet there. I like how you're doing the hand motion. Yeah, it's a room in my house that I've converted into a podcast studio. Yes. Is it a coat closet or what is it? Uh, no, it's actually, a, it's actually, it is actually a closet off the basement, but slightly larger than a coat closet. <laughs> I joke because I know a lot of people when they do that, they actually use their closet because it's easier to make a small little room soundproof in a way. And also you're set, you will have less echo when you have clothes hanging around you than you would say in the toilet next to the porcelain bowl. So, but you, but you make a really interesting point. walls behind you there, you know. Like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, you make a good point though, Vince, because the fact that the numbers are skewed so badly because these several stocks have such a large percentage of the overall exchange, that really is interesting to me that we kind of give us that false thinking that things are in much better shape than they are already when, as you said, the rally hasn't really happened yet. Yeah, there. I think it's really dangerous right now to go back out into the market. In fact, it's okay to be conservative right now. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty right now. It's okay to be conservative and just wait it out a little bit longer mm-hmm. because your retirement is not going to be made up based on one year, right? You're not going to make up your entire retirement plan or your entire retirement plan is not going to 
go away or be better just because of one year. It just doesn't typically happen. When you think about how long you've saved, you save for 30, 40 years. You need that money to last 30, 40 years. So that one year that you might miss out on a little bit of a rally isn't going to make the biggest difference when it comes to your retirement plan. But I understand a lot of people feel like, oh my gosh, I, I got to get back in. I lost 20% or I lost 15%. In reality, that's not that much. That's easily recoverable and it doesn't take that long to recover 10, 15, 20%. When you lose 40, 50%, yeah, that takes a long time. So you want to be really cautious, especially the closer you are or if you just retired. Yeah, you want to be really cautious about going back into the market. And it's okay to kind of just sit on the sidelines for a little bit. Be conservative. It's really interesting that you say that, Vince, because you answered the next question I was about to ask you, which is that if you say the rally hasn't happened yet, I was going to ask you if it's a good time to get in. But now you're saying it's okay to be conservative, maybe hang back a little bit. Yeah, I think it's really easy to say just jump back in the market. I think it's harder for people to actually be conservative right now because mm-hmm. you know they see everything going on right now. They want to get back in because they keep hearing about the market going back up and then they're like, oh, geez, if I don't get in, then I'm going to miss out. I'm not going to get any return. I'm not going to make up the losses. But there's so much uncertainty right now. I mean, we do not have a handle on the virus. Right. Whether you are conservative or liberal or whatever side you want to go on, there's just too much uncertainty. Obviously, this has been politicized at this point, and it doesn't really matter, right? It doesn't matter what you think. The virus is not a Democrat or Republican. I mean, it's just facts. And I I wish that it wasn't so divided like things are in our society right now. I just wish people could say, yes, this is a major crisis and we have to deal with it and deal with the effects of it. So that's where it's okay to be, in my opinion, again, conservative right now. So just kind of wait it out. Once we get a little bit more of a handle on the virus, things will start to come back to normal. I'm in my office right now. It's at 10% occupancy right now. Mm Mm-hmm. I've talked to a lot of people where they say they're planning on not even going back into the office this year. That doesn't mean we don't keep going around and still work. It's just, you think about like the retail, the restaurants. I mean, there's no way, the way that they're doing things today, there's no way that a lot of those things can hang in there. And so that's why it's okay to be conservative right now, because we're probably going to have another drop here. It's just a matter of when, not if. I think the elections are creating a little bit of a balloon effect Mm-hmm. keeping it from dropping for right now. And the stimulus is helping tremendously. But in reality, when you look at how many people are laid off or furloughed and that kind of thing, it's just not back going back to the normal economy. However, markets don't always follow the economy. And that can also be really difficult too, right? So you're like, well, geez, if only 10% of people are going back in the office or all these people are being laid off or you see the unemployment rate skyrocket, that doesn't always mean that the markets are going to do bad, right? So just it's a, it's tough. That's that old cliche about the market being more forward-looking than a reflection of what happened or what's currently going on, right? Yeah, and a lot of people buy into the forward-looking thing, and I think there's something to that. But I think when you're looking at your retirement plan, I don't think you want to put a whole lot of weight into that, seeing that it could drop significantly mm-hmm. since it's already back up. Uh, or if you're you know investing in SP 500, for example. I don't see it being a wise decision if you're five years away or 10 years from retirement or five years into retirement or 10 years into retirement. Now, if you're 30 years old, sure, yeah, you'll be making more money to add into it anyway. But as far as when it's coming to your retirement, it's a different story. And like I said, you're, you're not going to make it up in one quarter, two quarters, one year 
it'll come back. The market will come back. It always does. And the reason why is because the same companies that are in the SP 500 right now weren't the same 500 companies that were in it 10 years ago or even 20 years ago. Right. Right. So if you think of Facebook, it's like the number five company as far as weight goes in the SP 500. Didn't exist 15 years ago. It didn't even exist. Right. And when you think of like Sears, right? How could Sears have gone under? If you think about 50 years ago, Sears was like a consumer staple. I mean, there's no way that Sears would go under then. But now you, now you look at it. So obviously, that's why the market always comes back. What doesn't always come back, though, is individual stocks. Okay. So okay. you think of Sears, right? That hasn't come back. It, it, it's not probably going to. Nope. You look at like other things that you're pretty well-known names like General Electric, right? Or we've had a lot of oil issues lately. So like ExxonMobil and you got all these other things that when we look at like retailers like Macy's and stuff like that, all of a sudden things are starting to change. And I think we're going through that time period right now where companies are going to suffer. They will phase out and then we're going to have different companies that are going to do really well during this time. Right. And phase in. So that's why the market always comes back when, you know, when we talk about the overall market. But and when we talk about specific companies in general, that's where you have a lot more risk. So when we talk about like Apple, Facebook, Amazon, Microsoft, and Google, they're growing. They actually got bigger during this time frame. That also means if there's some regulatory issues or something like that that comes down the line or some more issues with China... We could see a significant drop of the market just from those companies because of that, because they have so much weight. So the good news is technology has done really well here. It's going to probably continue to do well. Apple and Microsoft, they have plenty of cash on hand, so I don't see them like failing at any point in time. Of course, right, yep. But I mean, you don't put your eggs all in one basket. And then the old saying goes, better safe than sorry. I read this book to my son. It's a Bernstein Bears book. Two little you know, brother and sister bear, they want to go skateboarding. They, they <laughs> don't want to put their helmet on, but the mama bear's like, put your helmet on, better safe than sorry. It's the same thing when it's going into the market, right? When you're this close to retirement or you're already in retirement, it's better to be safe than sorry, right? So don't go in trying to bet on the market right now. If I'm wrong, great. I'd rather market goes up. I don't want to go down. But when you're close to retirement or in retirement, you just can't afford that. Right. And this is something we've talked about in previous episodes too, Vince. If you're 25, 30 years old, you've got a buffer because if something goes down, you've got time for it to come back up. But if you are 55, 60, you're approaching retirement or you're just into retirement, that buffer is gone. So you may have to be a lot more careful because a mistake can't be corrected as easily because you have less time to play with. It can take a long time to come back, especially when you're taking that money out. So we just don't have the luxury of gambling the retirement like we might have in the past because you don't have the time to make it come back. So this also goes for those that are probably looking at maybe being laid off. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're getting an early retirement or a buyout or something like that. And I know we'll jump into that in the next episode where we can kind of talk about whether or not you should take the buyout or if you're furloughed, should you think about doing something else or going to a different position or something like that. And I think we'll talk more about that. But you know, there's so much uncertainty right now. And in our previous episodes, we talked about like, don't do anything stupid when it comes to the market. This is a virus. This has happened in the past. We've had multiple viruses in the past. The markets always come back, mm -hmm. which it's all following that still today. But we're still not past. I mean, like when you read the news, it's like record amount of cases now in Florida. Yeah. 
no, granted, they are testing a lot more, so it kind of goes hand in hand, but we're nowhere near like eradicating this and we're nowhere near a, a vaccine. So things are going to be different. They're going to continue to be different. I know we're trying to open things up, but it's not going to be anywhere close to what we've had. Right. And then it's a matter of if people feel comfortable. Are you meeting people virtually still mostly or are they coming in your office? We are doing both. So okay. uh, when people come in here, we wear masks. Mm-hmm. And then I have a pretty big conference room, so we're plenty far apart. And then we have hand sanitizer. Of course. So the biggest thing is, from what I understand, is social distance and making sure you cover your mouth. Because when you're talking and that kind of stuff, that's where you kind of transmit it. And so when people come in here, keep in mind, like people that are typically 55 plus are the ones that are coming in here. So they're more at the higher risk. Mm-hmm. And so I'm making sure that we're protecting them in a way. So whether you believe in wearing a mask or not, I'm trying to protect them. So if that's what they want, that's what I do. I just do it as a precaution. So Absolutely. And if somebody does want to talk to you, Vince, what are the best ways to get a hold of you? The easiest way to get a hold of me is just giving us a call, 952-657-7470. Again, 952-657-7470. Vince Oldrich, your retirement group, making sense of retirement, another one in the books. We'll talk about those buyouts coming up in our next episode. We'll talk soon. Yep. Thanks, John. Investment advisory services offered through Assured Retirement Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Minnesota. Insurance products and services are offered through Assured Retirement Group, Inc. Assured Retirement Financial Group, Inc. and Assured Retirement Group, Inc. are affiliated companies.